Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter Boys podcast. My name is Sanji. With me is Ryan. How are you doing, boy? Yo, I am good. It is Friday afternoon my time, so the work week is finally fucking over. Amen to that. I know, right? Um, Yo, this was a crazy week. Bro, I started my week off with a 27-hour quote-unquote shift right i remember that <laughs> yeah i've been tired all week all fucking week. no wonder you'd made such bad transfers in fpl oh this is why we talk fan tracks you know this is why we have a podcast about fan tracks because i'm way better at this game than i am fpl makes sense yeah fucking fpl was a disaster absolute disaster yeah, let's not get into that. I mean, it's a good... Th- so, you know, quick question, though. If Fantrax... Ha- like, would you want Fantrax to have, like, captaincy points? Fuck no. <laughs> Yo, some man killed it this week, right? Like, I think Cash got, like, six-day points, right? Something stupidly disgusting. So, if you captain some idiot, like, captains Cash... Yeah. ...and gets 120, that alone beat my whole score, like... <laughs> One of my mates got 300 points this game week. Yeah, I saw that screenshot. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy stuff, man. Um, Glad to have you back on the pod. How have you been? How was your break away? How was family time, Tobago time? Good, good. Um, I heard the probably the first 20, 30 minutes of the last pod. And Ra saying he doesn't listen when he doesn't record. I similarly don't really listen when I don't record. <laughs> I know, uh, screw you guys. <laughs> but I did I did hear you said like I had a new uh not a catchphrase, but it's just like just everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which I- is true, yeah, yeah. But no, Tobago was great. It was a good escape. Um see my brother for it was a long time this time. It was like ten days he came home for, so it was a good time. And uh, you back to playing football again? Yo, so it finally opened back up and was has become legal again from Monday gone. And I've played twice since. And how, how was it like playing the after first so long? Day, the first day was brutal. Like I've been doing consistent cardio for the past two weeks. But football is different. Yo. Like the sprinting, I don't know. I was just, I wasn't in pain but today i'm in pain i played just last night oh yeah so the first session was fine we took it kind of light anyhow yesterday was intense so if you had to gauge your performance by fantrax points how how many points do you think you scored i got double digits oh that's good all right actually i scored a goal or two so a small goal nice 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 so basically a waverable target yeah yeah yeah. i like that Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good that's good all right. Um. So before we continue with things, what I'm gonna do is insert the social plug right here. Yeah, for sure. So you can message us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handles at Banta B, on Discord in the Draft PL channel Banta Boys hashtag six five eight five on Reddit you backslash Banta underscore Boys. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcast school podcast soundcloud and youtube all under the name of banta boys okay so now that you've gone and followed us everywhere liked us everywhere you know subscribed all that jazz um quick breakdown of how we do things uh if this is your first time listening to the banter boys podcast welcome we cover everything fan tracks related so typically how we run this podcast is we have two halves in the first half we have a data dump of the previous game week where we discuss scoring categories catch up in our leagues and see what sort of trades or moves we might have made then we'll take a quick halftime pint and then jump back in with some Twitter questions and some suggestions for some FA slash waiver picks that could potentially help you win your game week. But as always, before we get started, we like to talk a little bit of banter. Ryan, Chelsea's up for sale, mate. Yeah, are we buying it? Like- uh, I mean, I- I've got like five pounds if that helps. That's starting seed money, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. 
I hear no. I think, I think yeah, that's about how much you're worth right now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That sounds about right. I mean, Lukaku's definitely worth less than that. Um, the bank Don't accounts. Hate on big <laughs> I mean, how can I hate on a person that doesn't play football? Right? He's not even playing shit. He's just not playing at all. Right? The guy has to fly economy from now on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> a big guy like that. Could you imagine though, like you catch a flight and you sit down next to Big Ram and just like just Yo. casually, <laughs> like what would you say to him? I don't know. Imagine sitting down next to Kante, though, like. Oh yeah, I wouldn't stop smiling. <laughs> for you. I, I you know what? I actually wanted to put out a Lukaku poll. I'll probably do it after the podcast or something like that, and just see like what managers Who would do. Trade for? Yeah, well, I mean, not even that. Where like, would you drop? Would you trade? Would you stash? And then maybe uh-huh. a, a follow up um poll like who would you trade for and maybe give some options sort of stuff I, right, i'm curious right. um what the community really thinks of um lukaku as an asset right now but yeah so wait, you mentioned twitter did you actually tweet for questions this time yeah yeah like, yeah. we got a couple of questions i just put okay. put them in late into the sheet yeah yeah, yeah. Gotcha. so we were safe we're safe um i heard now latest is that uh the bank accounts are frozen and i saw um ad score mentioned in our group chat the maniac chat that that could possibly result in points deduction it's gonna be crazy then like who gets top four now yeah but i don't see that point deduction happening right those are like severe penalties yeah, 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 let's hope it doesn't come to that, right? Um, ideally, you would hope that, you know, politics doesn't affect football that much, but it's scary to see how um, closely the two can be related at times. Uh, so this is another double game week that we have coming up. And uh, in terms of like a recording plan for next week, I think potentially i don't think we've ever done this before but we might have to record in the middle of next game week just because next week's a bit of a hectic week um birthday week and going to germany like right before the game week starts so won't have time to record like i'll be busy getting drunk like shit faced with my brother-in-law so so you mentioned your birthday that's like exactly one week away right is it no 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 um when is when are you it's uh 16 yeah yeah, yeah. 16th, okay five days yeah. and ras ras's one just went right? yeah, yeah 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 so happy belated birthday to ras yo that's crazy you guys are like back to back <laughs> yeah 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 um so we'll, we'll see how things go but hopefully we should still be able to get a pot out before the next game week and you know what it might be an early one for once <laughs> Because we've been releasing them way too late these days. But, you know, fuck it. I've got a lot of schoolwork and man, I'm busy, so... You have to keep the listeners in t- on suspense too, right? I like yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyways, um, before we drag things on way too long, I think we should get started. Okay. Ay, 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 ay. Fantasy. With the Banta boys. So, starting with the data dump, looking back at double game week 28, and we had, what was it, six teams that doubled? No, eight teams that actually doubled. Uh, it was Norwich, Chelsea, Southampton, Newcastle, Wolves, Watford, Leeds, and Aston Villa. So, Ryan, in the notes, I would have highlighted uh, the players that had the double game week in red. So, Hopefully, it makes the analysis a bit easier to discuss. So, looking at key passes to start, the highest number of key passes recorded was six by two players, Jack Harrison and Musa Sissoko, which surprised the fuck out of me. <laughs> and then five key passes by a few players, uh, TAA, Cash, Coutinho, KDB, Pascal Gross, Mason Mount, and then four key passes by Doherty, Ings, Angola Conte, Neto, McGinn, Odegaard, Rashika, and James Ward-Prowse. Thoughts about this? So like you said, Sissoko topping is nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, but tons of the players on this list hauled, right? Like Ings smashed it, Mount smashed it, Coutinho smashed it, Cash smashed it. Harrison putting up no returns did very well. Yeah, yeah. Trent smashed it. Uh, even Conte with like his sub appearance assist. Yeah. 
okay point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nelly gave me a fright in my cup match for sure. Doherty smashed it. What the fuck is going yeah, on with him? Um, uh, let's talk about Doherty real quick. Because like previous pods, we we kept shouting him with his 45 minutes appearances. Like it was, he was putting up ridiculous points, right? And yeah, I remember yeah. the first, the first and only time I think I got him and I played him. It was the Chelsea match, and he got what like one point, negative points or some shit like that. And like in a furious rage, I dropped him immediately. And then, yeah, I think I also picked him up. I had Royal at that time, and I swapped. And I think he got his point five, maybe something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think his lowest and score basically. I I rage dropped him as well with loads of regret now, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, you'd be killing for Doherty right now, rest of the season, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, now even with Sessignon's injury, uh, imagine having Reguilly on as well. Like I know a manager that has both Reg. Doherty, oh wait, and Harry Kane to top it. What? Yeah, I mean, he's in first, obviously. Shout out to you, Jacob. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think there's anything too audacious, I want to say. I mean, there were the list of three key passes, but I didn't want to go through it just for the sake of the amount of content to be able to absorb all in one go. But from that yeah, list, fine. do you have anyone that would have surprised you or you're disappointed to see them down there? Not really. I think maybe I was expecting more creativity from Kulisevsky because he's been doing well recently. Yeah, it, g- um, it gives me the impression that he's more of a shooter than a creator, though. Yeah, but he got two assists in the last game, right? Yeah, so true, true, true. Two assists with three key passes is is probably unsustainable. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. agree with you. He, um, But no, not nothing really. I mean, Raf should be higher up on the list than three Agreed. key passes. That's yeah. so disappointing. Yeah, though. very much so. Agreed. That's if the one I was I waiting on up, you to mention. Yeah. Yeah. If if I didn't pick up Harrison, because I owned Raf, he was like my first round pick. He was my first round pick. And he has dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Harrison has picked up where he kind of fell off. So luckily I own both and it hasn't been that big of an impact for me, but Man, if I went, if I just had Raf and I just got that collapse from my first round pick, I would be pissed. Yeah, very much so. All right, now let's look at shots and how many of those were on target. So the highest number of shots recorded was eight by Riyad Mahrez. He had four on target. Then seven shots attempted by Stuart Armstrong, who had two on target. Podence, who had three on target. And Coutinho, who had four on target. Then six shots attempted by... Kevin De Bruyne with four on target, Kai Havertz with five of his six on target, Puki with four of his six on target, Mo Salah with three of his six on target, and Douglas Luiz with five of his six on target, and then rounding things off with five shots attempted. Neves had three on target, Dennis had one on target, Diaz from Liverpool had zero on target. Cucho Hernandez had two of his five on target. Sadio Mane with one of his five on target. Mateta from Crystal Palace with three of his five on target. And Mason Mount with two of his five shots on target. Quick thoughts. Yo, it's so good to see Stu and Podence back on this list. Yeah, I was really happy to see Stuart Armstrong uh, back fit and firing. And he's like gone guns blazing since he's come back. Yep, agreed. Um... I think the only other guy who kind of... Well, how is Douglas Weiss there? I don't know. And then five on target of six. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, he had the double game week, so maybe that kind of helps the situation. Maybe, maybe. But you would think Ramsey was kind of getting a bit more involved than he was. Anyway, uh, Luis Diaz, zero of five. Yeah, it's a bit wild to see that. But, I mean, look at the Liverpool boys combined again, right? It's, what, 16 shots altogether by the front three? Yeah, yeah. So, definitely, like, (laughs) I mean, it's interesting now with Diaz. It seems like he's nailed as a Jota owner. What are you doing with your Jota assets going into this double game week? So, I always had a surplus of forwards, so I'm okay with the headache for now but I am here just hoping that you know an injury pops up or Chota just somehow earns his spot back I don't know and I mean Pookie with his six shots on target across uh, sorry six shots attempted four on target across the two games 
going up now against a Leeds team that can't seem to stop conceding goals. And arguably now this is like a six-pointer match, right? Do or die sort of thing. Would you be gambling on your Leeds assets or your Norwich assets for this game? Good question. I guess Leeds doesn't have... They don't really have a playing forward at the moment, right? Is Rodrigo forward? Yeah, he is. Yeah, but I mean, Bamford um, is back, right? He came off the bench, but uh, I mean, didn't really do much, I want to say. Had a few shots probably off not, target. But if he starts, yeah, I'd be happy as a Bamford owner. I doubt anybody really dropped him for the season. But, I mean, I've seen so many people stash Bamford. Um, yeah, Pookie's a great shout, you know. You've been advocating for Norwich to me today and yesterday. and. You're dead on. It's it is a six pointer for them, so they could really take it to Leeds. Yeah, I, I mean, if not Pookie, I also like the um, likes of like uh, Rashika or Billy Gilmore. I think they've been putting up good ghost points. Like I was kind of surprised Rashika didn't start versus Chelsea, and when he came on, he kind of looked good. Had a few good threatening balls into the box, etc. Um, so yeah. I mean, it's an interesting matchup um, with with Leeds assets, with Norwich assets, where the latter are mostly free because I think all of them are still under fifty percent owned. Um, and again, yeah. I left the uh, four shots attempted list out um, just for the sake of like memory space. But any um, quick shout outs from that list? I know we didn't re- like um, run them off or whatever, but any disappointments or shocks or whatever. So again, Rafinha there, and he's usually higher. Only one shot on target, too. That's disappointing. Um, not so much the rest. Well, Kane, I'm surprised it only had four shots. I'd have guessed he had more, but he's, you know, he's clinical enough to do well enough with his four. Yo, Lewis Dunk, why is he there with four shots? (laughs) I know, right? But, like, even Ollie Watkins was a little surprising with only four shots. True. With the double game week, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's night and day, the performance between him and Coutinho this past double game week, right? Yeah, and, I mean, I don't think even Danny Ings is on any of these lists either. Oh, man. Yeah, he was on a key pass list, but, yeah, yeah, where's he on the shots? So, I mean, maybe he's playing more of a creative role for Watkins sort of thing. Right. Um, what was really interesting to see was I know Geldhart plays for Leeds, who also had a double, but I think he only played one match and he got four shots as well. Yeah. <laughs> In his yeah. ninety-minute cameo, um, or less even. But yeah, let's move on. I think it was less. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's move on though. Acker crosses into the box. So highest number recorded was three by two players. Johnny from Wolves and Rashika from Norwich, and then two Acker crosses into the box by T Bay Bay, uh, Luca Digne, uh, Billy Gilmore, Pascal Gross, Bruno Guimaraes, uh, Jack Harrison, McNeil from uh, Burnley, Moutinho, Bernardo Silva, and Wolf Zaha. Quick thoughts. Nothing too out of the ordinary there. Um, yeah, no, I'd say it's pretty standard. Johnny up there is good. Promising for Wolves. Promising for most players because Johnny's very, very, very lowly rostered. Um, and also because, um, what's his face? Bruno Lage hates uh, whoever. Or oh, whoever. yeah. That was so Hover, brutal, man. Or whatever. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was hilarious, though. I've never seen a manager talk about a player like that. How old is he? I don't know, man. But it doesn't matter. Like That was just cruel. <laughs> that was so bad. Poor kid, yo. Honestly. Um, yeah, not not nothing too surprising. I mean, one name on this list, he got his first goal for the season for Newcastle. Big money signing, Bruno Guimaraes. Uh, would you be trying to roster him right now? Or do you think if Joel Linton shakes off his niggle or whatever, it comes right back in? Yeah, I don't... I'm not against rostering him. Um, I think it's still too early to say, though. The goal wasn't the most... I mean, a great goal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very It's just fancy. not like... Yeah, it's not like he's bombarding, taking shots and like, you know, one went in. It's just... Yeah. He was there, right place, right skill. 
Yeah. Right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. All right. And then to round things off with some random extra stuff that we came across. Uh, highest number of tackles won by Chaloba, six of them. He had an amazing double game week. I don't think many people would have considered him as an asset. Even in it's F- because he Oh, sorry, it's go ahead. because he's a mid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you had him as a flex, yeah. he's a mid. True, true. Good point. Yeah, so he wouldn't have gotten that uh, first game clean sheet, right? Exactly. And but yeah, he had a great game. Week. Yeah, he really did. Uh, Wilf Zaha, uh, highest number of dispossessions with seven of them, and he only had a single game this game week. Lovely. Uh, highest number of interceptions, Kamara from Watford, ten of them. The next highest being six. You know, after he conceded four goals, he still had positive points. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one to keep an eye on. I mean, I know Watford's going to concede a lot of goals, but this guy could be a sneaky pick still. I, I saw him, like, get dropped in a couple of leagues. It was kind of surprising. All right, and then Dan Byrne, Mr. Big Dan Byrne. Uh, he had the most block shots and most clearances this game week with 4 and 15, respectively. Would you be trying to draft him? Yo, he's the sole reason Brighton's... No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess Brighton are missing him. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm that keen on the Newcastle defense, though, but sure. Yeah. Okay. So this one was very interesting to see. Most falls committed Rafinha with six of them. It explains the yellow card. It explains his shit state of mind right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I know, like, it's an easy fixture versus Norwich, and you would expect him to go off, but, yeah, I just have this weird feeling about Leeds right now, man. They just... Things just don't seem right over there. Agreed. And lastly, uh, highest number of fouls suffered. Uh, Dennis, he had seven of them. Cool. Yeah, so now I think what we can do is catch up on our leagues. Ryan, how did you fare this game week? So I didn't drop my update, I guess. But uh, <laughs> so I, I got lucky because I didn't come up against any of those double game week monsters like Mount, Havertz, Cash, Coutinho. I faced Kyle and I think the only player he had that was looking really threatening was uh, Rudiger and probably Watkins. But both of them, well, Rudy didn't get the second game. Watkins kind of went quiet. So I managed to win with, I think, about 138 points to his 125 or so. Yeah, did you make any interesting, like, waiver picks or did any trades happen recently in your league? Recently, not so much um, on the trades. And I think a lot of people have been chopping and changing, just trying to target the doubles. I myself, I went for... Hover or whoever, however you pronounce his name. <laughs> um, yeah, no pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> I picked him up. I picked up, I think, Stones, Walker recently. I have a big city stash now. I picked up Trossard, who was a free agent in my league for some reason. I have no idea why. Again, I'm just kind of targeting the doubles and I will worry about the blank game when it comes. Yeah, so th- I was just about to ask you that now. Um, I mean, it's a quick turnaround uh, after this game week ends, which is the 17th of March. Next game week starts on the 18th of March. Like, what do you... I, I mean, I like you just said, you're going to worry about it later, but you don't really have much time to think about it, right? So, I mean, you've got still, what... Um, less than 24 hours until the first game or whatever yeah during the game week uh, are you just gonna try and maybe potentially plan for game week 30 or are you really just gonna wait until it ends so yeah probably the first game of the week is uh liverpool right yeah so i have curtis jones and i don't think he's a hold if he's not starting yeah so as soon as that lineup comes out if he's not there i dump him i pick up a, a blank game week player um, so they have like I have uh Marcel as well. I don't know if he's gonna get game during the, this coming game week, during the blank, I don't know. So I'm I'm not opposed to dropping him and picking up someone that I know for sure will play. But at the same time I have a lead, right? I'm in second, just behind Archim, but I'm not so worried about messing up my squad for a blank. I'm more worried about playoffs and I'd rather target 
people who I think are season holders. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you mentioned to me the other day that Leandro Trossard was free in the league. Did you manage to stash him? Yes, I dropped Romeo for him. And I think... I don't expect much from him. He's not been having the best season. But you know what? A player of that caliber should not be free, so... 100%. All right. So now we'll jump across to how Banta Boys are doing. Uh, Starting off with the DPL Community League... We had a win, 184-77. to 77. It was a, Wow. It was a good score. <laughs> it was a good score. Um, yeah, I mean, my opponent had Reese James, who got 32 points, which was pretty much half his points. He had Jeez. Gabriel Martinelli, who had 17. My- Michael Olise what? with 11. The rest of his team just, yeah, just, it was not, it was not fun watching, to be honest. Um, his bench nearly outscored, like, I want to say five or six of his players combined. Um, I saw some stacked benches this game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even in, again, not to switch platforms, but even in FPL, like, people would have been benching Spurs assets, right? Spurs, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, But, I I mean, we we had, yeah, just, we had Mason Mount, like you mentioned at the start, um, one of the players that kind of went off uh, this game week. Bukayo Saka, so happy again that I made that trade so early on. He's been having a smashing season. A player you really, really rated really highly, even south of the season, right? You ha- you kind of tipped him to just smash at the season, pretty much. Um, yeah. And, I mean... I would like to celebrate the moment of having Ivan Tony hat-trick because I'm pretty sure you own him as well. (laughs) I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't, like, bring it up. (laughs) Finally, the guy delivers, yo. I know, I I know. Double game week when you least expect it, but man. I'll take the points. But yeah, it was good. Um, and now the table is looking a bit better for us. Uh, we're, we've still managed to hold on to that first um, place spot, uh, 49 points. There's one team behind us with 48 points. But I mean, if you look from third to like 10th, it's like 45 to 42 points. So still fairly Jeez. close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Oh, you said you have it first, 49? 49. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So like from third until... What is it? Third and fourth have 45 and the rest have 42. So it's still fairly close, but it's like definitely one of the most competitive leagues I've played in. Like, yeah, Damn. these guys are crazy good. Um, So quick uh, catch up on the Champions Cup as well. Uh, one of the knockout tournaments as part of the DPL Community League. So we faced up against uh, Draft Genie, one of the boys... Uh, from the Draft Society podcast. And if you don't know who these guys are, go check them out. Such a legit podcast. They've got amazing content, amazing website, and they will definitely help you win your matchups every game week. But yeah, face up against them. So game week 27, we had lost, I think, by 30 points. But thank fuck, we had an amazing uh, game week this week. Uh, managed to beat him 184 to 141.25. I'm not going to lie, I was really nervous because he had Callum Chambers and N'Golo Kante. And he got like that last minute goal and that last minute assist. And I was just like, oh, fuck, man, come on. Let me <laughs> let me not like screw the pooch here. But yeah, managed to get through. And I think we're in the, what is it, quarterfinals or something like that? No? Yeah. It's, I guess with uh, two legs. Yeah, 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 with two legs to come. I think the first leg starts in gaming 30 as well. So not a fun time to be playing a knockout tournament as well, right? Because oh, now, shit. yeah, so now I kind of have to keep an eye on gaming 30 and potentially grab assets as early as possible, right? So that, All that was the next leg, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was part of my thinking for um, some of the waiver moves that I made this game week, right? So I dropped uh, Gabriel Magalish and dropped uh, Emil Kraft, uh, picked up Willy Boli and picked up Pulisic. And I, like Magalish was not that easy of a decision to drop because Arsenal do have a double game week, but I really am not that confident in them keeping a clean sheet. And if Gabriel doesn't keep a clean sheet, he gets fuck all points. Yeah, that's fair. You think Bully's a nail starter now? I mean, based on, like, if you follow Big Man Bakar uh, in the fantasy football community, uh, I know a lot of his content is FPL-related, but he does have uh, gems here and there. And he mentioned in part of his thread that he was covering the Wolves, um, I guess, forums and whatnot. And a lot of the fans are tipping Bully to kind of take his spot back. Apparently, he was the best player on the pitch that night and being a right-footed um, player in as I think he plays right centre-back as well. Yeah, it's his spot to lose now, potentially. 
I guess that makes sense because that side is weak now since, I mean, Sumido was never the strongest, but they got weaker and if Johnny's kind of playing out of position, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's taken a while for him to come back, but we know he had a lot of COVID issues randomly here and there. So, just good to oh, yeah. see see him back on the pitch at least. Yeah, All love right. that guy. Yeah, yeah, such an amazing player. Um, so now we'll move on quick quickly to the international genie league, the Sunday league. Um, so there we also had a win, 196 points to 129.5. We did really well this game week <laughs> across both leagues. Um, nice. The in terms of like the the big scoring players out there, like we also had um, who is it? Ivan Tony, you know. So enjoyed another hat trick points over there. Uh, Musa Sissoko. Right, he had a goal surprisingly, and we saw him topping the key pass charts as well. We punted on the likes of Shar as well. I mean, we discussed Trent had a beast game as well, right? Got thirty plus points in just ninety minutes. Um, yep. But one player I want to kind of talk about, which I was surprised to be able to grab in my league, was Christian Pulisic. He got twenty six point five points, and. He got that in one game. Um, mind you, Kai also got a similar score in his game, but I think Pulisic had better ghost returns, right? So if you had a pick between Kai and Pulisic, who would you rather have right now? So Kai seems more nailed, so I'd, yeah, I'd back Kai in that sense, but Puli is definitely better on the ghost days. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I would lean a little more towards Puli, especially if if you have at least depth or like some sort of a starting roster already, you know? I guess if I had two Chelsea outfielders, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like space for two, I guess. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so a, cu- a couple of quick waiver moves that we made in this league were uh, we dropped Kraft, uh, Shar, and... Oh, wait. I think this was supposed to be Brownhill in the notes. Um, and we grabbed Johnny, Bolly, and Lanzini. I was kind of surprised to be able to get Lanzini, not going to lie. Interesting pickup, but I guess, like you said, you're thinking of game week today, so makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this game week, we're facing the first place in standings. I'm really hoping to give him a kick in the teeth. Uh, Jacob, shout out to you again, mate. Um, okay, so a quick trade went down in this league, and I want to get your opinion on it. Jaden Sancho and Dennis for Lacazette and Ait Nuri. Which side are you taking? Laka Ignori won for sure. 100%. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Laka's nailed for sure. Um, What what did he on get? Pens. Like, on pens. And he got like, what, five assists in the last three games or something ridiculous like that? I think it's even more ridiculous. Well, yeah, okay. I think that might be accurate. But I think it's he's been consistent. Like, it was seven assists in eight games or something. Yeah, something silly like that. I, I, I mean, Watford striker, like, and uh, the thing is, I don't trust Ralph to con- consistently give Sancho starts every game week. He has been, you know, showing up, though. That goal against City was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, since that Middlesbrough match, right, he's just yeah, yeah. looked a different player. Yeah. All right, cool. So now, quickly, we catch up on how we're doing in Perfect 11s. This is pretty much a write-off again. Eh? We, I, I honestly <laughs> thought we would have done better, but um, Season 3, uh, I mean, I went from 23rd to 23rd. You went from 43rd to 42nd. Um, I'm 67 points away from 10th place even, and shout-out to a few accounts that are in the top 10 at the moment. Rai Gavin, Robbie P, Draft Lad, and Draft Tash. What do we do with this now? Just, like, try and have fun at this point, so right? That's what I did last game week. I just went out there and I said, you know, instead of the usual guy, I'll go for his next best player. So I think I might have even avoided Coutinho and said, you know what? I'll punt on McGinn, like, yeah. just to be different. And that did not go according to plan, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I accidentally forgot to add Coutinho in the other Perfect 11 League, the Redemption League. Uh, and that kind of explains why I dropped from 18th to 28th. 
I think for some reason I accidentally drafted a few extra Southampton players. I don't know what I was on. Man, too many teams, too many lineups to set. I just yeah, I need to do yeah, it, do it a, a bit earlier. But yeah, you did. You went up a few spots, fifty first to forty eighth. But yeah, even I'm like a hundred and thirty six point two five points away from even the first place. Um, but again, a few names that are still in the top ten of that league, like repeats, are like the likes of Ry Gavin and Robbie P. I mean, go hit these guys up if you need some fan tracks advice, right? They clearly know what they're doing. For sure. <laughs> All right. So now I think we can take our halftime pint and we'll jump back in the second half with some questions and pickups. Sweet. And we are back. All right. Um, Ryan, what, what are your plans for the weekend, man? Any Anything special i am actually studying i have an exam at the end of april so i have no social life <laughs> what are you studying although for? um an actuarial exam okay okay but if someone tells me there's a football sweat going on i'm there like, and by sweat we mean pickup game yeah yeah and it, it's usually <laughs> like what is it 5v5 small yeah. goal but whatever yeah 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 right before we started recording my brother-in-law messaged me he's like football on monday i was like fuck yeah but i feel like i need to get shoes though because we play on this like really shallow fake turf and i can't use like studs at all like not even like i don't play with metal studs often but like even the regular right. like hard rubber ones i can't play with those i have to get like you know those little shallow like yeah yeah studded ones sort of thing i don't know how to explain it I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's I need to get... It's a shame you're not in, like, a big city where you can just easily get... Oh. Shade. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Funny enough, there's, like, a shoe store, like, right around the corner from me as well. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm just I making excuses at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? We should move on to the Twitter Just run questions. into Wembley, grab the pair <laughs> off someone, and then just, like... Maybe, you know, maybe. So, like, they recently did renovation outside... Um, Wembley football stadium as well I think they've got like this I don't know like this art thingy or whatever and part of it is like currently gated because I think they're still finishing it off but there's like this fake turf on the ground and I'm like dude can we play football on this dude like absolutely (laughs) right oh it'll be interesting but yeah I played on Wembley turf yeah there you go All right, so now what we're going to do is jump into some Twitter questions that we got. Uh, Ryan, can you please run through those? Sure. So the first one is from Jacob Stevenson. His handle is at 25JSTEP. It's so good to have questions again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, his question is, what do you do about Reese James? And what are your expectations for Havertz versus Lukaku? I guess that's rostered. What is that? Rest of season. Rest of season, thanks. Yeah, yeah I mean, Reese James, you hold. Hold and never let go. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's fucking what amazing. A player, oh, it's yeah. so good, man. So, so good. Um, expectations for ha- Havertz versus Lukaku. So, it's funny. Um, I think Jacob's been trying to get James Ward-Prowse for me for the longest time. He's a hardcore Southampton fan. Uh, and... He, yeah, just, I mean, absolutely adores JWP. And he's been trying to trade, I think, Havertz and JWP, not like one for one, but probably in in part of a combo trade. And that's because I own Lukaku in that league that I'm in with him. And he's basically been telling me, oh, well, you know, you'll have that spot nail, etc. But I... The thing is, I'm not trying to be like a hopeless romantic with my, you know, Lukaku hole because I'm a Chelsea fan or whatever, but... I would like to think that Kai is not going to play every single match or every single minute. I mean, Champions League matches right around the corner. We've got Lille, um, I think, what is it, uh, during the week next week, right? So Newcastle up next. You'd think he's going to rotate that squad just a bit. What would you do, though? So, I mean, his his argument or his his selling point to you to... So that you have both Havertz and Lukaku. That sounds great. But yeah, I mean, you are already thinking of letting go of Lukaku, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I should have probably accepted the offer a while ago, which was Lukaku for Chris Wood. And I foolishly held on because I had three starting strikers at the time. I had Jimenez, uh, Rodrigo, and I had Ivan Toni. Mm, yeah. And the thing is, right now, in terms of my midfielders, I've got El Yunusi, I've got Pulisic, Sissoko, obviously JWP, and now Lanzini. So if I give up JWP, my midfield is really, really light. I guess, but you're getting Havertz in replacement. But okay, fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could potentially maybe give up one of my other forwards to try and get a stronger midfielder back. Because, I mean, if I look at his team, let me pull it up real quick. Let's see if we can try and uh, come up with a trade right now on the spot. It's so easy to find him in the league because they combine all the leagues into this one massive table in the homepage and he's first right. overall. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so, I mean, Kai is a midfielder anyways, yeah, right? exactly. Um, but he's got the likes of Coutinho, Rafinha, Bukayo Saka, Stu Armstrong, and Jared Bowen. Would you be trying to get any of these guys potentially? Or do you think JWP for Kai is a fair one-for-one? It's fair enough. um, Because I think you guys have game in hand, right? Games in hand. Yeah. And I would say it's fair enough. But the rest of them, Bowen has this injury issue now. Rafinha's kind of dropped off. Still, while he's back and looking great, isn't of the same caliber as JWP and Havertz. Coutinho, maybe. Potentially, Coutinho's right? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know how I'd be able to structure that. I'd definitely have to give him, I think, one of Ivan Tony or Jimenez. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who was your third forward you said? Rodrigo. He's rubbish. Rodrigo, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but what worries me with Kai is that, like, in the game versus Burnley, he got 22 points, and that's after scoring two goals. Two goals, yeah. That was that was almost embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the one versus Norwich, he got one goal, one assist, which yeah. is like 10-point-ish ghosties, but, I mean, it's Norwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see uh, my concern? Like, he misses... He doesn't get an attacking return. He could easily shit the bed. Oh, for sure, for sure. If it's not a if it's not a final, he's probably not going to show up. Either. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, every game's a final now, so. True. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Yeah. yeah but I yeah, guess yeah. when you put out the poll, you'll get a better idea of how people are valuing Lukaku. Yeah. 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 You know, what? we create a poll with some options based on like what I'm going on in my league, and we'll see what what comes up for sure. All right, thanks, Jacob, for your question. Good luck this game week. I'm going to try and kick your ass as, as best as possible. But yeah, next question. Sure. Next one is from Draftash. That's his handle as well. Um, He's asking, which teams are best to pick up players from for the next couple of game weeks? Obviously, Spurs and Arsenal are looking good. Yeah, so, I mean, this, this like... I mean, we're gonna go through it in the in the waiver pick stuff, right? But are there yeah. any teams that right now you're avoiding or t- teams you're trying to target, sort of thing? Like Brighton, for example, is one that I um like I don't care for right now. They're just I don't know, not really on the beach, but they've fallen apart in a way. Yeah, Brighton and I'd say Southampton too. Kind of, I have no interest in them. Um, but Brighton do have a double. Southampton don't. Southampton also blank in city. So I just have no interest for Southampton right now. Um, Burnley as well. I just don't have an interest in Burnley. But I guess I really am only looking at the next two game weeks. Yeah. And I mean, if you're looking at like game week 31 to like, let's say 34, and that's like real far ahead, right? I would yeah. say, like, again, like, Brighton has, like, a few tough fixtures in there. They've got, like, Arsenal and Spurs back-to-back. Um, Aston Villa, I know their fixtures turn sour for a bit as well, right? They've got, like, Wolves, Spurs, Liverpool, and then Leicester. Uh, who else got tough fixtures? I, I mean, <laughs> Man City don't really have tough fixtures, but they've got, like, Liverpool and Wolves back-to-back, but I think they will manage just fine. In terms of yep. easy fixtures... 
<laughs> I want to say Manchester United, but who knows what to expect from them? Because they've got like Leicester, Everton and Norwich all in a row. Uh, West Ham have uh, Everton, Brentford and Burnley all in a row. Um, Chelsea, I would say, is definitely one team to try and get assets from. They've got Brentford, Southampton, Leeds, West Ham and Everton. Fairly decent run right there. But Yeah, I agree. But other than that, I mean, how much are you, like, again, weighing up uh, double game weeks versus single game weeks? Because, I mean, we still got a lot of double game weeks to get scheduled in as well, right? Yeah, we do. So, you know what? Again, it comes back to, like, league structure. Do you have a playoff? And, I mean, if you're already just trying to make playoffs or trying to get a certain position, target the next two game weeks, if you're thinking more long term, then, yeah. Do what you said and look ahead. Yeah, great advice. All right, thank you so much, Draft Hash, for your question. Now I think we can move on to our final segment, which is the FA slash waiver picks. Ryan, I'm going to take the home teams. You can take the away teams. And starting us off is Brighton versus Liverpool. So for Brighton, I really had no confident in any of the assets to suggest like there's a bunch of players that are under 50 percent right the likes of like dunk mcallister um modere who did me really really well in like a previous double game week but i mean they've just got really tough opposition this double game week right they've got liverpool and they've got spurs i believe so yeah i think so are, are you gonna start any of these guys so we mentioned it i picked up our uh, trossard and I'm still even debating if to start him. Like, it's not even that clear cut, and he's one of their best players, so probably not. Like, who, who, who else are you deciding between for that spot between Trossard and who else? Like, I can't recall. I have it closed. Let me pull it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nub- the double game weaker though. I think. Obvious. I clicked the wrong thing. Let me do this. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Oh, it's Curtis Jones, so it's really lineup dependent. If Jones is starting, I'm playing Jones. Really? You're confident he's going to get two games? No, but if he gets one just starting, and I think he gets sub-minute appearances in the next one, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I don't know. I... Brighton is the easiest, easier game, right? So True. Yeah, true, true, true. Very true. Yeah, that's a, that's a very, very close one for me. I don't know. I feel like I would risk it on Trossard over Jones in that sense. So, so I thought Trossard was on my bench, but Jones mm. is on the bench right now. Trossard's in the lineup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very close one. Yeah, okay. What about uh, at Liverpool? Who do you got? So again, it's because it's the first game of the game week, you get lineups. I have a couple shouts on here, but none of them are nailed. Simikas, who got one of the last one of the games in the last double game week for Liverpool. So I have him here. He's in twenty nine percent rostered. Naby Keita's back. Harvey Elliott's back. I don't know if either of them start consistently. But there's 19 and 16% risk respectively. So, um, yo, if they start, I don't mind getting one game out of them. Because it's an easy game, quote-unquote. And maybe they get minutes off the bench or even get a random start in the next game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they definitely need to keep the pressure on Man City as well, right? So... Yeah, and there's also that talk of uh, Liverpool being ill, a lot of their players, so... Yeah, with Virgil van Dijk possibly being out, man. Yeah, I don't want to believe that one. That's that's too too convenient. <laughs> yeah, but why but, else would you miss training, right? But I know Kanate, they suspect he has COVID or had COVID or whatever. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe the defenders were just close. Yeah, maybe. All right, so next game, Brentford versus Burnley. So at Brentford, uh, the reason I'm making a few of these suggestions is because they also have a fixture in Game Week 30. But Janssen is, uh, seems like he's back to having some ghosties potential, maybe because his partner is in Ayer and Pinnock are playing next to him again. So the full trio is back together again and with David Raya back in it, right? So Janssen, 40% owned, Raya, 26% owned, and Ayer, 8% owned. I know, Ryan, you were quite high on Ayer quite a bit, and he does seem to have a bit more attacking potential than the other two centre-backs. And if you are lacking a forward, you could also punt 
on the likes of Sergi Canios, 30% owned. I mean, he has a higher ceiling with Ivan Tony back in the squad as well, right? And playing along the likes of, alongside the likes of uh, Christian Eriksen. I don't know if you saw one of those uh, that passes by Eriksen. Who, who was he playing recently? I don't know. It was the game before uh, Norwich or something like that. He had an amazing, like, one-time volley pass through, like, half the field or something like that. It was crazy. Oh, man. sick. No, I didn't yeah. I didn't catch any of Ericsson recently, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw, did you see the highlights of um, Brandon Williams nearly killing him and then hugging him? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So... Christian Eriksen pushed uh, Brandon Williams to the floor and then Brandon Williams tried to fight with whoever it was and then realized it was Eriksen and then immediately smiled uh, and hugged him. Nice. <laughs> Such good feels, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about at Burnley? So I mentioned this earlier. I'm not keen on Burnley right now. Um, but they just conceded, what, four goals? But I think Charlie Taylor broke even or maybe slightly positive in that four. Was it four? Yeah, 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 we hit them for. Right. It was Kai yeah, so, Brace, um, James Goal, and Pulisic. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, Peters, Eric Peters is out. Charlie Taylor's gotten back his spot. We know he's good on ghosties. Why not? If you absolutely need someone. But I mean, they're better picks, I would say, this game week as a double game week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, next game, Manchester United versus Spurs. Couple of assets here. Fred, 43% owned, and McTominay, 31% owned. I prefer Fred. It just feels like since Ralph has come in, Fred has been one of their best players, to be honest. Yeah, agreed. Um, For Spurs, Dyer at 36% owned. Sorry, Dyer is 44% owned. Davies is 36% owned. Both of them... Feels like it should are, be the other way around, though. Not going to lie. It probably does, yeah. <laughs> but both of them are pretty nailed, I would say. Both of them have the double game week. It's not a bad double game week. But the key thing is they both play in game week 30. I have no problem rostering either of those. Yeah, yeah. Davies just is creeping along with some point holes, man. It's crazy with yeah, no so they, attacking they returns. They both put up 12 in the last game. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Dyer being back is so important to that back line. So important. It is, surprisingly. Yeah. All right, next game, Chelsea versus Newcastle. So the reason why I have a few assets I can suggest is because I think there's going to be some rotation before the Champions League fixture versus Lille. So a few players to shout out is Christensen, 47% owned, Chalaba, 44% owned, Saul Niguez, 10% owned, and Saar, 6% owned. Yo, Niguez put up some points the last few games, man. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's kind of turning it around or turning it around. A I don't want to give... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give him the break just yet. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, what about in Newcastle? So this might be a bit reactionary, but I have Cher here at 42% owned. I have Bruno Guimaraes at 39% owned. And I have John Joe Shelby at 23% owned. They all just got a return last double game week. So I put them here again for this double game week. I mean, they got but, returns in their first game, right? I mean, Char shot the bed in his second game for sure, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think, no, but I think Bruno and Shelby got them last game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's worth a punt because their second game is versus Everton, right? And Everton just looked dog shit right now. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next game. Speak of the devil. Everton versus Wolves. A uh, few players I want to suggest, though. Pickford, 48% owned. Anthony Gordon, still under 50% owned, which is crazy to me. 48% owned. Uh, Coleman, 20% owned, just because he's captain and he's probably going to play. And maybe Alex Iwobi, 5% owned. I was surprised he didn't play against Spurs. But yeah, I mean, Everton are kind of sliding down the table at the moment. You would think that they would have some sort of reaction, right? Because their double gimmick fixtures aren't, too horrible. It's versus Wolves and versus Newcastle, both at home as well. Yeah, and DCL is back, and you'd think they have, I don't know, the squad they need now to try and make some kind of reaction. But like you say, it just looks so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I cannot believe Gordon is still only 48%, despite how bad they look. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I think he put up, what, 11 points? He did something stupid, like, yeah. The kid is a machine. Yeah, he really is, man. <laughs> they got thumped, what is it, 5-0? Yeah. And he still put up 11 points. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's pretty um, silly. From Wolves, so Huang at 43% own only because he got the assist and Wolves thumped, uh, what's that team? I forget who. Watford. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, going to forget about Wolves, them very soon. Wolves <laughs> aren't known for goal scoring, I would say, but yo, they turned it on. Yeah. Um, Johnny and Bowley are both 7% own. That is appealing to me, um, mainly because, again, Wolves have a Game Week Thursday fixture. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's why I got two of them in one of my league. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next game, Leeds versus Norwich. Again, I was not sure who to suggest from Leeds just because I think they're in a bit of a free fall. I just don't like the vibes I'm getting from that camp. And yeah, this, the team doesn't look that great at the moment. So if you had to go punt on someone, maybe Dan James just because Norwich also really sucks. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it, it could be a game of a lot of goals. You never know. Yeah, and you mentioned it's an important one for both of the clubs, right? So, more so Leeds probably. But um, at Norwich, I was going to say nobody unless you're Sanjit because you have two of them. Well, I dropped one of them, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dropped, him, no, I dropped I... Billy Gilmore for Pulisic. Right, okay, okay. But yeah, um, Gilmore did put up good figures, like you mentioned earlier. Pookie smashed the double game week somehow. Um, he's only 40... Well, they're all under 50%, but only 47% owned. The issue with Pookie is, you mentioned this to me yesterday, um, he doesn't get good ghosties unless he gets to return, right? But a game like Leeds is tasty, I guess. Yeah, on penalties as well. You never yeah. know, right? Okay, next game, Southampton versus Watford. A couple of assets here. Oriel Romeu, 45% owned, and El Yunusi, 33% owned. Watford love conceding goals, and these guys love shooting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's it's safe punts to be able to take at this point. Agreed. Yo, I could not bring myself to recommend anyone from Watford, even Kamara. Like, no. Yeah, I don't blame you. Can't. Me. Yeah. Can't. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next game, West Ham versus Aston Villa. Few assets here. I mean, it it was a bit scary to suggest defensive assets just because of how many goals Aston Villa put up in this double game week. But Fabianski, 45% owned. Dawson, 39% owned. Cat Kicker, Zuma, 36% owned. Ben Johnson, 6% owned. Um, I, I, I mean, like, Zuma, he did concede that one goal versus Liverpool, but he still put up 7.5 points or something like that, right? So he still has yeah. a decent Ghosties production rate in him. Um, right. And then the other player I wanted to suggest was Lanzini, 36% owned, because Bowen is supposed to be missing this game week. So I feel like Lanzini has a chance to play as well. And every time Lanzini plays, they seem to do well. Not saying they're going to score goals and stuff, but, I mean, he even got 12 points versus Liverpool. Oh, shit, did he? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look to see. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. No, yeah, I'm going to see if he's free. Because he's <laughs> nice. double game week. I mean, I mean, double game week. Blank game week Thursday as well, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, he's a great player to stash right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, 12% Aston, versus Liverpool. It's, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> from Aston Villa, there's only Calm Chambers, but surprisingly he's only 8% owned I guess he only now broke into the squad took that spot but he put up good numbers not the likes of not the same as Matty Cash but really good numbers in the double game week and you know what 8% owned he's probably available in your league and he has a fixture in gaming 30 as well good point right he just seems to be scoring better than Concert did the guy he replaced yeah exactly all right, next game, Arsenal versus Leicester. Ryan, an asset you were deliberating on quite a bit. Thomas Partey, 41% owned. And maybe Cedric Suarez, 9% owned because Tomeyasu still hasn't uh, recovered 100%. But again, be a little cautious because they've got Leicester and Liverpool in this double game week, right? I mean, Suarez yep. isn't that great at ghosties. But yeah, Thomas Partey, he's been putting up some interesting scores as of late. Uh, let me quickly rattle them off. So in his 9. last, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guess. yeah, for sure. That's an easy guess. Because if you look at his last five games, um, back since like Jan 1st, he scored 9.5, 3.5, 17, 9.5, and 9.5. I wonder what the average is of that. 
<laughs> but yeah, you you were quite high on him, and are you, do you, like do you still own him then? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, happy to own until gaming thirty is done, and he he just looks trigger happy for some reason at the moment. It makes I no mean, sense. none of the shots, none of the shots are good. Yeah, none. Yeah. But he just goes wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. But you know what? It's a it's a good asset, I think, to have this gaming, right? It, it, you're gonna I feel like it's gonna be a bit scrappy against Leicester and they're gonna need to fight versus Liverpool. And Liverpool yeah. aren't like too heavy of a possession side, I wanna say, either. So I, I saw him available in our OFPL draft leagues and you know what? I'm actually considering it. Like I own Podence in one. I'm not gonna play Podence this game week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually mind that swap. Because yeah. both of them have the, the game week series they fixture, so yeah, that's a good punt, man. I like that. All right, what about at Leicester? So at Leicester, there are a ton of players. Uh, while I don't think they'll do that well against Arsenal, it's again keeping Tete in mind. Game week Tete. So Dewsbury Hall has been putting up okay ghosties, um, ticking along at like around sevens, eights. I think there's probably a big game for him coming sometime soon. So I'm shouting him at seven percent on. I it pains me because you I know you don't like this guy. I know we both think he can't defend, but Soyuncu's on here with thirty two percent ownership. Um, he has had two good games. I mean, Leicester did keep two clean sheets, but I think with those clean sheets, he's been around twenty points in those games. Yeah, yeah which is yeah. surprising. Upsetting more than. <laughs> <laughs> All Brighton is only nine percent on. He's been getting starts actually. We know what he can do. I don't think he's probably been utilized in the same role where he's delivered huge ghosties in the past, but um, the potential is there. And last one is James Justin. He's kind of back training again, just back from this re- like setback, injury setback that he just got. But I think he was on the bench in the last game. And you know what? Leicester kind of need him. So I don't know if they're going to push for him or not. I mean, they really should learn by now not to rush the dude, but... Yeah, hey, and is, isn't this guy on his way back as well, Fofana? Great point. I did not even look at his ownership. Must be zero. Yeah, let me let me quickly pull that shit up. Hold on for one... Because, yeah, I didn't even think to go that far down, but it has to be zero. He has no points for the season, right? So 21% owned. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is, is that new? What's the plus minus crazy. thing? crazy. Plus minus 0.5%. Shit. Yeah, that's wild. That's real wild. I mean, keep an eye on him. Apparently, he's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. be back soon. So He was always great on Ghosties, too. Yeah. All right. Next game, Crystal Palace versus Man City. Not sure who to suggest against Man City, just because it's Man City. I didn't want to suggest any defenders, so the only midfielder I could come up with was Jeffrey Schlupp. Yeah, that's perfectly fair. And of course, nobody from City should be under 50% ownership. So, hey, nobody's to suggest there either. Ignore this entire game. <laughs> Wait, is John Stones as well all, all over 50%? John Stones is like 80% rostered, oh, yo. That's just disgusting. Yeah, it was crazy. crazy. <laughs> I, w- I went to check specifically that. Yeah. Him yeah, and Zinchenko. Yeah. Zinchenko is below 50, but I don't think he starts. Yeah, same, same. Uh, all right, and then we've got like our double gaming fixtures to kind of round things off. Uh, but if, again, if you want to find out what the assets are, just spin the pod back of uh, to the start of the segment. Um, so I thought maybe we can kind of discuss how these like games could go. Or if you want to predict some scores, I don't know how how do you want to handle these remaining fixtures, right? Yeah, why not? I don't mind predicting scores. All right, Brighton versus Spurs. I want you to go first. <laughs> oh, God. I think this is going to be like 3-0 to Spurs. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling about the same. I mean, they look good versus Everton, but it is Everton. But Jesus, Brighton look awful at the same time. Well, I th- I think it's just that Spurs thrives against uh, teams that kind of attack, attack them. Like, right? yeah, and yeah. Brighton's not going to hold back. Like They've got their philosophy of playing football. And that's fair. That's the reason why I think they struggled against Burnley. Spurs, that is, right? True. And yeah, Spurs always do well versus City, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's. I just think it's Brighton just without Webster, like they have no solidity at the back at all. None. Yeah. All right. Next game. Wait, did you predict a score? What did you go with? I, I'm 
thinking three nil is pretty spot on actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe right. Spurs concede, but hey, maybe because it's how. Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next game: Arsenal versus Liverpool. I'll let you go first. So, if the rumors of the Liverpool backline having issues with sickness, illness, whatever, are true, then I'm a bit more worried for Pool. But in the current form, I don't think Arsenal looking too solid. And Liverpool are in the title race, knowing goal differences in mind. I think they'll just go hard from the kickoff and just keep going as they usually do. And that'll bring them at least two goals. And yeah, maybe Arsenal score one or none. But I can't see anything but Liverpool win here. So like a 3-2 or a 2-1 to Liverpool sort of thing? 2-1, 2-0 Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I was a little disappointed to see Arsenal concede two goals from Watford. That's exactly it, right? Like, it's Watford. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and final game: Everton versus Newcastle. This one is a little tough to predict because Newcastle have a lot of form and momentum um, with them at the moment. But again, Everton really, really need some points on the board, and it's a home game for them. So. Yeah. I'm gonna it's say well at home, right? Yeah, you you think so, right? Um, so I'm gonna say maybe like a one-all draw. I don't think it's gonna be that straightforward for Everton, though. Mm, I agree. I'm leaning more towards Newcastle keeping it up, though. And Wood just unlocked his first goal. I think he might pop up with another. So two-one Newcastle. Yeah, that's a fair shot. All right, brilliant. So that is the end of the segment. That's the end of the pod. That's all we had planned. Ryan, uh, any closing remarks? Anything None for fantasy? But I mean, yeah. you asked me earlier. You asked me. So, what are your plans for this weekend and next week? Because I know you have a busy one. Yeah. Um. I mean, for the birthday stuff, like I'm just going out for dinner, and then the next day we're doing like a class social. Because uh, there's a girl in my class who shares a birthday with me, and then there's a guy in our class who has a birthday on the 18th. So we're doing like a joint class celebration thingy on the oh, 17th nice. which is also St. Patrick's Day and Shit. then Thanks. I leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then I leave for Germany on the Friday morning and apparently we're going to be drinking all the way from the I guess the train ride plane ride all the way to Germany and I'm going with like a group of like 24 guys so that's that's the bachelor thing yeah right? yeah, yeah the stag do or whatever they call stag, it yeah, yeah exactly yeah. uh Yo, pack from now, because I see you being <laughs> wasted for the entire of next week. Like. Mate, mate, I've already told my, my sister and brother-in-law that, listen, I'm going to just pack for the trip and bring my bag from, like, the Wednesday and just go sleep by them the night before, because I'm definitely going to struggle to wake up for that flight if I oh, stay at home. Oh, sure. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, this weekend is is going to be uh, busy with work, to be honest, because we've got, like, a group project. Um, Like, we're building that robotic arm or whatever Um, oh, yeah, yeah. to control the phone. So we're at the final stages right now. The arm is pretty much complete. I'm just finishing off the uh, phone app at the moment. Um, Yeah, just tweaking, making final tweaks and stuff. Trying to make sure everything's up and running before Wednesday so I can just get shit-faced without a worry. Yeah. Sick. Sick. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that's it. I mean, other than that, um, guys, just have fun. You know? Enjoy. Yeah. 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 If, if, you, if you have any questions, any troubles, feel free to DM us. One of us will help you out. And you know what? It's warming up all over the world. Yeah. Get out there. Play some football. 100%. Yeah. Definitely do that. All right. Ryan, I'll see you on the next pod, mate. Peace. Peace.